We don't condone any of the games that we're going to mention. These games are dangerous and might actually cause harm. Your soul is very important to us. Are you ready to play? Ah. Now I could get mad at you. You can if you want. <laughs> yeah, I just put mine on uh, Do Not Disturb. I hate that shit. Well, sorry, Sass. <laughs> That's how we start. That's actually the perfect way to start because I really couldn't think of anything. I was going to start off with saying that my godson beat the shit out of me today. Aw, I got fucked up by a toddler. Yeah. That's nice. Because I don't know where he got this habit from, but now he just flares all around when he lays in bed. So, me and my sister were in bed. My godson was in the middle, because just to make sure he didn't fall off, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just flailing around, like, just throwing himself everywhere against my sister, against me. How old is he? He's, like, about to be two in October. That's where he got the habit from. So, the first hit was that when he flailed, he slammed his head. He has a big head, by the way, for a, a one-year-old. Lovely. Into my cheek. Lovely. Oh, shit. I know, that shit hurt. And then, my sister's favorite one that she missed is that he landed on my stomach and then he rolled over and his arm like just flew and slapped me right on the face. I thought you was joking about getting beat up. You was dead ass. Yeah, I got like fucking murked by a one-year-old. Because he was just throwing himself around and I'm here trying to catch him and shit. Then I got promoted to the horsey. Oh, shit. He climbed on me. Like I was the horsey. Like, young man, my back is not made for this. <laughs> What's worse is that I was laying on my side. Oh, damn. So you try to break your ribs too. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll become a pro wrestler. Yeah, I mean Judy wants to uh, put him into karate, martial arts. So. I would. <laughs> I would. Um, maybe judo. Judo's good. Um, Muay Thai is good. Wing Chun is good. Do one of those. We'll see what she chooses. See, no, karate is cool, but it's like you know, everybody, everybody know about karate. Yeah, get some new shit in there. Facts, too. He's my godson after all. Give him something special. Facts. You know, specialized ass whooping. But he was giving me a lot of attention, and I saw a glimpse of my future because I, I do want to have kids in the future. It's a big dream of mine. So I'm here working on, on our report for today and then working on a small project of my own. Then all of a sudden he comes up to me, and then he wants to sit on my lap and see what the hell I'm doing because he wants to touch the computer. He wants to touch the keyboards and play with it. So I distracted him with my phone because I have, like, a kid's game just 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 ready for him. Literally just for him. I don't like play stay it. out of my photos. You don't need to see what's in there. <laughs> I, I have nothing to hide, luckily. Oh, okay. Unlike some people. Shut I'm up. Assuming. Shut up. It's fine. I support you. <laughs> so you support my hold'em. I do. I support a lot of people's hold'em as long as you're smart and not stupid. Oh yeah. Um, so anyway, so I had an app and I gave it to him and he's just like sitting, playing with the app, and I'm here trying to type and draw with one hand. And that was that was just like a glimpse of my future right there. This is like, damn, can't get around you. Yeah, because one arm is holding him, and then the other one is just like awkwardly like typing and 
trying to look at the references. Like, now, if I could find a little radiation, I might grow a third. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Facts. But we had fun. We were playing for a very solid half an hour. Nice. Non-stop. I got something that you wouldn't play. Ooh! <laughs> that was a good one! Thank you! That was good! Not that these are games, but these, wow. these are things that uh, definitely happened and you would not partake. Oh. Neither would I. You know what? Up top. Uh, that was a good one. Air five. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, we touched fingers. Ooh, that was a good one, though. Thank Ops. you. Okay, people. I have three shorties for you today. <laughs> Love it. Don't you? You're just on fire today. Thank Jesus. you. You're not going to like these, though. You oh. love it, but you're not going to like God it. God damn it. <laughs> I guess this is like the calm before the storm. Yeah, because these things, they, you know, they happened regularly. Mm. They did, but, you know, I, they probably still do, but let's try to hope not. <laughs> right. Let's begin with the three execution methods. Not to say that these are the three, but these three definitely were fucking used. Beheading. Nope. Uh, military. No, what is it when it, like, blindfold you, last cigar, and then, like, they just, like, shoot you? It is death by firing squad. Yeah, it's firing squad. And, um, hanging. Those suck. But these, at these, I think are worse. What? Really? Because those ones, put it this way, let's just, let me just read them for you. I- and I'll tell you why I think these ones are worse. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Let's begin with keel hauling. Keel hauling. You've heard that. Can you spell it out? K E E L H A U L I N G. Oh, like hauling. Yes. Oh my god. Keel hauling. You've heard this before. You've heard this term. It's a nautical term. You may or may not remember the word keel hauling from one or two episodes of SpongeBob and of course in some of the old Looney Tune cartoons, which you know are pretty fucking violent. But they were awesome. I loved them. I don't care. Really? Spongebob and all cartoons. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have to really describe it for me to read. I know. I'm, I'm going waiting for, to. Like, the, oh, oh I'm going to. I'm <laughs> going to describe it. Uh, obviously. Because, look, even at a young age, I knew it was a threat. There was one time when Mr. Krabs said it to Spongebob and I think Squidward at the same time, or even Spongebob and Patrick, and I just thought he was threatening to kill him. But it was worse than that. As it turns out, I, this is worse. This is just worse. I'm gonna say it like Still that. nothing. Okay. It was actually a punishment that could and would most likely result in death. Obviously. It was used in the 1500s, uh-huh. but mostly by the French and the Dutch. Mm-hmm. And it was banned in 1853. Okay. So it's not as far back uh-huh. as we thought. Actually, it does go really far back, but then it ended more closely to our century. It actually said to have been used as far back as 800 BC in Greece. Wow. So as for those being punished, heavy objects were tied to their legs to add extra weight to their bodies. They were then suspended from a rope and dropped from the bow, a.k.a. the front of the ship. Oh! Wow. While in the water. Oh, and then the heavy object just, like, pulls them down to the bottom. No. What the? The boat's moving. No. Yes. So, as you were tied to the rope, weighted down, and dropped from the front of the ship, they were then pulled underwater by the force of the ship moving through the water, with their bodies extending close to the hull, which is the body of the vessel, and over the keel. Now, that's, of course, where the name comes from. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm trying to visualize this. So, just for an example. So, 
they would be hanging like you know how ships have murals of like mermaids in front of the boats yeah. so it'd be like that but hanging in front of that ye- and then dropped into the water so that they would flow under the boat okay so they would drop into the water yeah from the front like correct in that area and if the boat's moving they're gonna get dragged under the boat yeah okay like like from if you the get hit by a truck and you go under yeah kind of like okay all right but you're connected to the rope so you're not going anywhere you're just gonna get dragged into the boat and you're gonna stay there oh now it gets worse when people were still using the wooden ships on the ocean it was normal for the hull to be covered in a thick layer of barnacles Oh, that must hurt. Now, see, if you're not sure what those are, some people aren't. They're actually small crustaceans that live on the surfaces of other animals, rocks, boats, and the shells of sea turtles. Yeah. So, usually, they eat plankton or dead organic matter. So, they're not really harmful to you. They're not going to eat you. In fact, they're actually delicacies in certain countries. So, we will eat them. But they usually group together in masses. And the barnacles have shells that are hard as rocks and razor sharp. So, as the sailor was being harshly forced through the salt water, the sharp rock-like barnacles would cause pieces of skin to be stripped away. It would also gouge or scoop out chunks of raw flesh, and according to some accounts, whole limbs would be torn from the body, or the head might even be severed. Wow. Oh. Now, if the sailor was still alive when he was pulled up... Is that even remotely possible? You'd be surprised at the will of some people. If they were alive when they were still pulled up, they may have been hung from the mast, which is the pole in the middle of the ship with the giant sails on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For about 15 minutes. And then thrown back into the water to be keelhauled again. So they would just have them dangling there until they leave and then just toss them back into the water? Hey, you know, hang you up for 15 minutes to dry and then throw your ass back in. Oh, wow, they really didn't give a fuck. Nobody gave a fuck back then. And then sometimes they would take a sponge that was soaked in oil and force it into the sailor's mouth to prevent drowning. In other words, the oily sponge would allow for better airflow for the person being punished, thus keeping them from possibly dying sooner rather than later. So this is like torture. It's not an execution. No, it's execution by torture. Oh my god, that's terrible. You're like a rag doll. Yeah, you seeing why I'm why I'm saying mine are worse than what you named before. Oh my god. Firing a squad, you're just dead that second. Exactly my point. <laughs> oh lord. That's terrible. Imagine surviving that. I'd be so mad. <laughs> like, Who wouldn't? Like, I couldn't just die the first time. Oh my god. Uh, you know how hard those things bounce in the water too? Yes, I've seen. Oh. It's not pretty. Jesus. Did it tell you what would make a person want to do that? Imagine like treachery in the ships, maybe mutiny or like stealing. or Possibly or somebody just having a bad attitude. Because you know, people back then were crazy. Yeah. And they went crazy with power. You know, I've heard, I like I've heard somewhere that a lot of like the royals and a lot of kings back in like very early history all had like um, sociopathic mentality. Yeah. And a lot of times they said it was due to incest and inbreeding. Yeah. So a lot of them were like actually crazy. Yeah. Like mentally ill. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was really, really interesting to hear. And now we can move on to the next one. Number two. Bamboo torture. You know, nothing. Sorry. As many already know, bamboo has been used as a symbol of good luck for decoration and also for interrogations. That's just hard as fuck. Exactly. So they would take a thin shard of bamboo 
and it would be shoved under the fingernails of the person being questioned. Ah! The nail bed. Oh, that's a tear. Sorry, but that's not where it, that's not what we're going into. Shut fuck. I got more to go. Sorry, that's not the last of it. Sorry, like uh, like let me just imagining something going under my fingernail. I know, huh? Here's the thing. That was just interrogation. That was just interrogation. We didn't get to the torture part. Oh fuck me. Okay, so hold it together. Yeah. Because bamboo, it seems to also have been useful for torture and execution. This particular practice is said to have bases in Ceylon, which is now known as Sri Lanka, and Siam, which is now known as Thailand, during the 19th century. Also, it is alleged that it was used by the Japanese on American prisoners of war during World War II. Mm -hmm. However, that hasn't been proven for the World War II case. Okay. We can't say anything about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, bamboo is a green stalk of plant that grows straight with a sharp pointed tip and is known to be one of the fastest growing plants in the world. Yes. Yep. It can grow up to three feet within a 24 hour time span and can continue to grow up to 98 feet tall, depending on the species of bamboo. Mm -hmm. The person being tortured would be tied and bound to a frame, which was then positioned over a bed of freshly sprouted bamboo stalks that would continuously grow into the person. As they suspend above the plants. So it grows into the person. As an end result, the person would be slowly impaled multiple times by a number of bamboo plants. Oh, what the fuck? That's metal. People come up with some sick shit. That's metal as fuck. Now, here's the thing. There are many people, of course, who believe that this was impossible. It really does sound impossible. But... It was featured on an episode of Mythbusters in 2008. Oh, wow. I love them. So a human-sized mass of ballistic gelatin, which is basically gelatin used to resemble human flesh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was placed above growing bamboo, and over the course of three days, the bamboo grew and penetrated the gelatin, making the torture more real to non-believers. Oh, wow. It pretty much has the same density as us, so... It does, yeah. yeah. And I've seen them. I, I've seen Mythbusters a lot, and I've seen the thing they work with. Yeah, that's why, like, even forensics, they usually use, like, um, this gelatin to test the effects of bullet wounds. Mm-hmm. And it seems to work pretty well for that, so. Sorry, this one's real. That's that's insane! Mm-hmm. Good luck, my ass. That's crazy! That's Okay, one, I have to admit, that's very creative. It that's is very creative. Like, I'll admit, some of this shit is creative, but I'll be like... Damn, I don't come up with shit like that. Yeah. Like, I don't even think the sickest person could even, like, think of a resource, a natural resource that just happens to grow very quickly. Exactly. Like, you literally sat there and watched that shit grow. Yeah. You you watched your own death come. Not only that, I mean, like, the people, the first person who came up with it, you you saw that shit and thought, hey, I could kill someone with that. (laughs) What kind of sick individual, man? I don't want to meet them. I don't, like, one, good thing that might not even be possible because they might be dead. I'm good. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, if I was alive, I wouldn't want to meet them. Who would think, like, wow, that plant grows really, really fast. And sharp. I could kill somebody with that. Let's try Okay, I make jokes. When somebody's back is really heavy or my back, I'm like, damn, you could, like, swing it and kill somebody with that. But... 
Right, like I'll say, like, yeah. damn, how many heads you got in here today? Yeah, like, damn, I'm carrying like a dead body in my book bag because it's so heavy. But like, wow, they really took it to the head. Mm-hmm. Like you talking about extreme? This is different. Oh wow, that's okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought. It's actually very, very incredible. But mm-hmm. you really lost me with the fingernail thing. Once you said fingernail and putting something under your fingernail, that just ugh. Yeah, no, I'm sorry because that right there, like, you can see it happening in your <laughs> head. This one pissed me off. I was like, because it was slow. Yeah. Like you're slowly being impaled well, um, and you can't move. I was move. watching this show that did a lot of like um, investigating of medieval torture and stuff and how it came to be. Oh, I love those shows. I know, right? There was the one that it's something, it was named after somebody's daughter because she created it. Somebody's mm-hmm. daughter created this torture device where like um, you're sitting and something is like, it's, it's a triangle and you're sitting on top of the triangle. And oh, I forgot weights. what that was called. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weights and it pulled you down. It pretty much split you in half. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one in pictures. I studied that one a little bit too. I was thought you, I thought you were going to bring up the pair of anguish. No. What's that one? You don't know that one? No. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back. I'm going to teach her about that real quick. Okay. All right. So pair of anguish. It was this contraption. And it looks like a pear, kind of. Okay, I see it. Like a thin pear. Yeah, I see it. And um, it was metal. Uh-huh, of course. And it had a crank, and it would flower open. Oh! So, you know, if you're a woman, most likely you stick it in your vagina. Yeah. Matter of fact, think of it as a speculum. Okay. When you go to the doctor, that one just goes like this. This one goes like this. Oh. And then, if you're a man, you're in a... Oh, that sucks. That's what I call a pear of anguish. Oh. Wow, they really came up with a lot of sick shit back then. Yeah, I thought when I was younger, I thought the Iron Maiden was the worst of it. No, <laughs> that's the nicest of anything. I think there was something else called a, a coat. I forgot what it was. I know what it is. I forgot the name of it. But what they do is it's something that it's like a plate that's um, shaped out of somebody's back. It's metal, mm-hmm. and then they hot make it hot as fuck over some fire, and then they put it on your back. Mm. They burn the fuck out of your back, and then there's a chair that has spikes all over it. The- and they strap you to it. You just have to sit there and your body, you know, just applies pressure. They say that you can lay more comfortably in a bed of pins than you can on a bed of roses. Roses have spikes too. Yeah, but they say that it's the physics of it. Because mm-hmm. if you're laying flat on a head of pins, since the weight is evenly distributed, you won't sink in. Okay. And with, with roses, with like thorns and everything, you're pretty much sinking into them. Okay. Yeah, so they say you, you, yeah, you'll feel pain, but it, it's more pain to lay in a bed of roses than it is to lay on a bed of pins. About a bed of spikes. Well, that's, I don't know, because like, um. Because the, the density in the shape is different. Yeah, I mean, imagine that, but like the pins are like, imagine like pins are straight, like straight. Yeah, they quickly, I've seen like videos of people doing that in fucking Indian. Yeah, exactly. So like they lay in that and it's much more comfortable than in a bed of roses. Because okay. of like the physics and everything. I, I, I read about that one. I would still try the roses first though. Yeah, just just me being me. I would just I like try <laughs> roses first. <laughs> I'm gonna test it out with the roses. You test it out with them spikes, though. You let me know what you come up with. Yeah. All right, back. Mm-hmm. And we're back. He now knows what it is. Yeah, I'm actually pretty traumatized. Good thing I'm gonna see my therapist on Tuesday. Yeah, I told you it's kind of disgusting. Y'all can go ahead and look up what the pair of anguishes. Yeah, I imagine we have some listeners that just like oh they know love that shit. They already know. Like, bitch, I studied that shit last week. Mm. Like. Yeah, and I imagine I have a lot of listeners that screamed along with me once they heard nails, fingernails. Oh, probably. Oh yeah. No, Just, like who? Who likes like who doesn't squirm? Because I saw it in my head and my spine tingled and it was nasty. Mine still does right now. Okay, number three. Yes, number three. The pier de resistance. Scafism. 
I know I'm not gonna like it. You're not. I didn't. So this is one of the worst execution methods ever known. It just might be. It just might be. Glad you saved that one for last. It its practice began around 500 BC by the ancient Persians, mm. and all they needed was a boat or a hollowed-out log, milk, honey, and water. What the fuck? Nothing. Nothing's coming to mind. I know. Just give it a second. <laughs> to start, the log would be hollowed out uh-huh. for use, or a narrow boat would be used. Okay. The victim was then placed inside either the boat or the log with their hands and feet bound and tied to either end of the structure that they were inside of. Oh, oh, oh okay. So, like, um, bound uh-huh. like this. Yes. Like, hands up, feet tied at the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It Got could it. be like that or just, you know, bound to it. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how are they strapped? Like, hog style? Just, like, you know, captured style or, like, execution style? No, you're starting to know a lot about bondage. I like this. Shut the hell up. Good for you. Shut up. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. So after they were bound, the person being executed was then forced to drink a mixture of milk and honey. But that's good, though. We'll see. As they were being forced to do this, the victim would often become physically ill and begin vomiting. Oh, yeah, you're being forced to eat something. Yeah, and they're not letting you stop. Yeah. So, these feedings went on until they could no longer control their bowels and had no choice but to void their bowels as they were still restrained. Okay. Picturing time. They're tied up in a log, and this shit's hollowed out for them. Right. So they're laying, like, in the hollowed out of Or a narrow boat. Yeah, or in a boat. And they are being fed, Mm force-fed, milk and honey. Right. To the point that they can't control that they have to pee and crap themselves. Correct. Okay. And they can't move. And they can't move. Ready for more? Okay, keep going. After that, their bodies would then be covered in the same mixture of milk and honey and were then left out in the sun and in a pool of their own feces and vomit. Okay, yep. With the smell of milk and honey in the air, insects such as ants and wasps would begin biting and stinging the victim. Okay, that makes sense. Also, other insects would crawl into the victim's exposed orifices and lay eggs. By the way, an orifice are the holes of your bodies. So your ears, your vagina, your anus, your nose, your mouth, your eyes. Your ear holes. Yes. Any hole of your body, insects would crawl inside and start laying eggs. Okay, that's a nice reaction. I like that. And we all know back then, people didn't always wear a lot of clothing. Yeah. Anyway, the eggs would eventually hatch, and the new insects would start eating the victim from the inside out. Wait, where's the water coming here? Did I hear water, or was I making that up? You'll see. The honey-milk mixture was repeatedly served at daily intervals, and sometimes water... You were still feeding them? Yeah. Oh, my God. And sometimes water was provided as well. Well, thanks. Sometimes. This is why. This made it so that the victim had a lesser chance of dying from hunger or thirst. Remember, you can live without food for a while, but you need water. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this would prolong your suffering. So basically, in the place of death by hunger or thirst, the victim would succumb to madness as they experienced the bites and stings from thousands of insects that would crawl into their eyes, ears, noses, mouths, and other holes they could find. Also, parasitic insects and worms were bred from the vomit and feces beneath the victim, bringing about even more eggs to create more insects. You know, I have to remind myself that outside the U.S., the bugs get more hardcore. They do. Especially if you're in a place that hasn't really been touched by man and allowed to grow naturally. 
Them bugs be wild. Some centipedes, they grow up to like a foot and they mm-hmm. bite. And then if you go down south, sometimes you find cockroaches that hiss I hate those. and fly. What? Oh. And they're fucking big. Listen, I- <laughs> like everybody's hardcore until a fucking cockroach starts flying. Listen, I ran out of my apartment in my PJs and then I called my ex-boyfriend to come swat it. I was literally outside of my apartment. And you my- called your ex? Yeah. Girl, no. You have to show him you're an independent woman. Nah, fuck that shit. That shit flew. Never call him. I don't care. Look, I don't care if a pterodactyl's in that bitch. You don't call. Oh, my God. Anyway. I was young. Okay. You're young now. Anyway. Death would eventually come by way of exposure to the elements, the infections caused by the insects, and the victim's feces being smeared into their own wounds. According to Plutarch, a Greek historian who witnessed this execution he method. Witnessed this shit. Like he's he's old as fuck. Oh, okay. The victim finally died after 17 days of being uh, put through scaphism. Uh, 17 days. So, and here's a fucked up thing. I didn't realize I was doing as I was researching this. Each one, it goes down the list. The longer the suffering. What do you mean? Keel hauling was the least time. Because you can imagine that probably takes about a day. A day and a half if you're lucky. Maybe. And then the whole bamboo shit might wow. take about two, three days. Maybe. Three days. They say three days. Because you keep getting impaled. So you might take a little while for the thing to grow up. And then now this, 17 fucking days. Wow. And imagine they don't do this with just like one person. I imagine like maybe like a row of like people suffering this. It could be. Execution. When I saw like, you know, anime, like, you know, people, they draw pictures of the past based on like um, yeah. historical journals and shit. Yeah, yeah. It showed a picture of a group of people being tortured this way. That's sick, man. That's human history, man. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, it's funny because one of my professors in college, she was like, we've gotten nicer. We really have. Throughout the century. To the point where kids are fucking disrespectful. <laughs> the thing is that, like, it, it's true. Like, okay, we can't all agree that we've gotten nicer. But we're not out here inventing torture devices. We're not... Forcing people on the guillotine, even though we kind of should. But. Not that we know of. We don't know what the CIA does. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, we've gotten nicer. We're in not, public. Yeah. We've gotten nicer in public. And, like, back then, they really, really. Did some nasty shit. Yeah. I think now, for escapism, the only reason they wouldn't do it because nobody would want to clean it up. Oh, and plus, it's, like, really inhumane. I feel like there's a lot of, like, like things are being punished now for doing extreme things. I think that people would still want it. They just wouldn't want to clean it up. That's what I'm saying. And, and if they did do it, it'd be, like, murder and illegal. Yeah, that's why they would never tell the public. Exactly. Even with things like murder and stuff like that still gro- going around, it's not... People murdered people in broad daylight back then, and everybody was okay with it. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, compared to now where, you know... It's very, very much less. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, it happens secretly, and people, you know, get lost out of nowhere. But, I don't know. Tick for tech, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you can't have something for nothing. Yeah, but shit. Fuck. Damn. I'm so sorry. That one was the worst one. Wasn't it? Like, I remember, like, as kids, you were always so scared of bugs in your ears. Like, I'm scared of that shit now. 
I don't want no fucking bug in my ear. Oh, what's worse is I saw this show where, like, apparently there's this bug that, like, burrows under your skin and it lays an egg. A tick? Under, no, it lays an egg under your skin and some people actually have to get it, like, suffocated so the egg could die and then get it removed out of them. Oh, that doesn't surprise that me. That shit fucked me up when I was, like... 16. Doesn't surprise me. There's some people they wake up with insects inside their ears and then they didn't know that it laid an egg, so they had to yeah, my because skin is like fucking crawling. I know I'm not gonna mm-hmm. sleep all tonight. And then they were in so much pain because the baby insects were eating them. Mm-mm. You know, I had two nights where I had the most insane dreams. Cool. I'll probably mention it next next week. Oh nice. The dreams, because they are pretty long. Okay, cool. And very de- like insanely detailed. All right, so how about this? We want to get you guys to that. So we're going to end this. That way she can really animate the show. <laughs> Ready? Let's hit it. Carbondale, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Melbourne, Australia. No way, sweet. Yes. Copenhagen, Denmark. Mm-hmm. Oslo, Norway. Oh, wow. Good ones. One in the U.S., two outside. True indeed. That's a good one. Isn't it? All right. I'm excited. I always get excited when you have to choose a new game. I am too, actually. Now let's just do it and get game time going. Oh, Jesus. I like game time. That's your three for three. I like game time. Not like your like your one-liners that happen to be really good for this episode. That's three for three, I guess. Oh, I like game time? <laughs> sure. Oh. Okay. Mm. It's not a strong finish. I was about but... to say, it wasn't strong. I yeah, like, no, the first you... two were really how good. Just, how about you just go two out of two? Because that one wasn't cool. I okay. didn't like that one. All right, all right. Two for two. Thanks. I'll give you that one. Sorry. Like three things got caught into my acrylics. <laughs> <laughs> you always laugh. I don't know why you always do that. <laughs> I laugh because I know it's something you're probably not going to like. You always say that. Because you never like anything. I, I don't. <laughs> the next game that I have to broadcast is Dead Man's Tag. I remember playing Tag as a child. This will be amazing. This is interesting because, hold on. We have Hide and Seek Alone. Correct. And then the Living Doll game. And now this is another a Tag game. Here's your, well, here's my game. <laughs> Thank you. Love, thank you for joining us. And also, before we leave, I did want to give my little shout out. Oh, and by the way, I know she's probably, she's catching up. And we're still, you know, we're doing our thing where we record two episodes in one day. So we, because our schedules are very, very hectic sometimes. Sometimes it's a, it's a miracle if we actually make it to record a day. So I just want to give a shout out to our lovely listener Madison I'm sorry you probably were waiting for the shout out for a while and I'm sorry that you had to wait but again we record two episodes in one day well if she's catching up she's not gonna get to it just yet I know but like you know in case she's like oh I'm gonna hear it next week oh I'm gonna hear it next week and I was like oh sorry you're in episode 25 hun can't wait till she gets all the way up I know right it's so exciting and uh, she mentioned the shoebox telephone I don't know if you guys remember that episode but uh, she mentioned it to us. She said that she just started, that we were the first podcast that she heard, which really made us feel a lot special. Especially me, I cried. We were her first. I cried a lot. I was on my way back from, I was on my way back from um, a trip, a shopping trip with my family. And then Saz, she messaged me, he's like, check our email. And then I saw our sweet little Madison right in our inbox. She is from 
New Orleans, people. Yes, I love New Orleans. Yes, I got to get down here. Yeah, you. I knew you were going to love it the minute that she told me we were in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, girl. I think about Cajun all the time. <laughs> yes. So I know we have Louisiana listeners. So thank you, everybody from Louisiana, for having our little Madison. Be nice to her. She's kind. She's sweet. She's cute. Very adorable. So, Madison, this is a shout-out for you. I hope you heard our episode with the shoebox telephone, because I remember it being kind of sad at the end. It was. Yeah. So, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. Thank you, darling. And have a lovely evening, darklings. Good night. Good night, Madison. Good night, Madison. Good night, Madison.